Hello, everyone. Stephen Bird here for Bird's Real Choices. Today's topic is caretakers. My guest is my brother, Sonny. Um, I'm going to start out like I normally say. I am not a doctor. I am not a counselor. I'm just a guy. I got a podcast trying to get information out to real people. Um, today's topic is caretakers. My brother, Sonny, was the caretaker for our mom. Um, he did the day-to-day routines as far as making sure she was up, making sure she was fed, and making sure she had to take her medicine on time. So I'm going to introduce you to my brother. Sonny, what's up, man? Hey, bro, I'm doing just fine and blessed. You know, um, it, it really was a blessing for me to be able to be a caregiver for her. And that's same scenario, I was giving back what was gave to me. Okay. You know, because she sacrificed her life at an early age to take care of all of us, you know, and, and, and that, was a, that was a great thing, you know, but to me, though, you know, it was a privilege to get there, be there for her, you know, it wasn't about no financial gain, none of that. It was just okay. like, we just giving back what was freely given to me, you know, and that was the best part, you know, I was able to, uh, you know, to be there for her. Now, at one time in my life, you know, it wasn't like that, you know. And, yeah, yeah. And she finally seen me sober. Yeah. You know, and I was able to be there for her, man, you know, and, and that was a blessing, you know, and whatnot. But um, with all that, in a nutshell, man, you know, it, it's a sacrifice too, though. Yeah. You know, I had yeah. to put my life basically on hold yes. to do yes. this, you know. I had other family members going this place, that place, you know, but some said to take care of mom. So I posted, well, why you doing this? I'm, I'm obligated to take care of mom, you know. Yeah. I, I got no problem with that, you know. You know, some other city be doing that well, you know, this place, that place, y'all go head on. It'll be a time and place for me to do that. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. um, and it was a blessing, man. You know, it was a blessing that I was able to do that for her, you know, and um, it's a it's sacrifice. You got to really care about your loved ones to put your life on hold, to make sure you're eating, you're taking your medicine, you're doing what you can do for them. And, and that's a lot of work. Yes. Yeah. You know, so it's a lot of patience. And they teach you how to be a homer too, though. Yes, that's the main thing. Especially to go to that part, you know, this early age of the dementia, you know, and you're saying the same thing over and over, you know, and and talking to people that you might really there no more, yeah. you know. So how I'm gonna deal with that, you know? You know, so a lot of times you know you have to go along with that program. You know, you don't take, you know, their, I would say, their mind from them. You let their mind react. And you got to be able to deal with them yeah. when they're in the yeah. state that he didn't went back 20 years from now. And talking to people already been gone a long time ago. Yeah. You know, what do you do, you know? You know, you don't, you don't get frustrated about it, you know, like, wow. And so he's taught me how to be humble for being a caregiver for it, though. You know, Safka, yeah. I, never, I never really looked at that side of it. I did look at the side of it to where I know the promises that I made to God that I made to her when I was incarcerated uh-huh. and people that don't make these sacrifices and don't make these promises sometimes they don't understand that oh, definitely you know definitely. they they don't they don't understand that and um the thing with me was you know I gave you the utmost praise because we look at like you said the loved ones they really don't understand when you oh, make no. that sacrifice, you know, to really just put your life on hold. Oh. And I, also, I always tell people, you know, like, 
people make choices because this podcast is about the choices that we make people make choices oh yeah now once you make these choices can you live through these choices in the good times and the, bad. the bad and that what makes it different and i watch you do what you do for years yeah you know i'm gonna be honest with you bro i'm i mean i'm just gonna be honest with mm-hmm. you i know for a fact i couldn't have done it <laughs> i mean i'm just being honest with you you know, I know for a fact I couldn't have done it, but yeah, I love you and I respect for you for the, the choice that you made to be there with our mom. And I'm always love you for that. But like I said, I couldn't have done it. I understand. <laughs> but, you, know. you know, the hard part about, you know, you know, I had to correct some other siblings. Listen, you know, you're not going to talk to her like that. You're not going to yeah. do this to her like this right here. No, okay, you, you know, you not go double-team her, tell her what she kind of said. It's not what's going on. You have to deal learn. Let her speak. Yeah. Let her talk. You know, hey, hey, if we have a blessing, she's still able to talk she's to still her. Able to well, talk. you understand or not what she's saying. Yeah, it might be like she's 10 years ago what she's talking about. Still, yeah, no. Give her respect. Give her respect. Let, let her, her talk. talk. Yeah. Yeah. Don't just bash her. Yeah. You know, you know Ellen told me that, well, I'm going to say this. I remember mm-hmm. the first time someone told me that mom was had dementia. And I really never seen it. I remember Ellen telling me about mm-hmm. it. I even remember you saying something about it. Uh-huh. But I never seen it until one day I come down and I was in there talking to her and I was asking her stuff about my dad. And for which that's another whole topic. Mm-hmm. But then I was asking her stuff about him. And she told me, said, Go over there and ask Corrine because, you know, she know a lot about him. And it really dawned on me that she really, at this moment, don't know Aunt Corrine is is past. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like you did, you know, I let her work through that. And I listened to her talk about that. And we moved on. You know, it was just for that split moment. But at that time, when that happened, I said, okay, this is what Son and Ellen talking about. Yeah. By me not living in Chirac uh-huh. and being around every day, y'all told me about it, but I never seen oh, it. Yeah, you know, and when I did see it on first hand, you know, it was. But during that Saturday morning, you know, when I when I when I came in the room to make sure she was up to help me, get something to eat, she had the foot of the bed. I'm like, this is not normal for mama to be at the foot of the bed. You know, I'm saying like, you know, I'm saying like, mom, you know, trying to get up and take your meds, you know. You know, you know, but not before, you know, we was, she was laughing and talking, you know, mm-hmm. and that just a piece of cake, you know, that I'm going to say, mom, you feel bad. I'm going to all that. Well, girl, go enjoy yourself. I never tell her, you, you know, I love you. She said, yeah. I love you too. I said, Lord, I see you in the morning. She said, I see you in the morning. And uh, when I get there this mo- that morning, you know, Saturday morning, you know, sitting for the bed, that was very unusual. And I'm saying, like, mom, it's time to get up. And you know, I can remember playing, you know, she would. She wouldn't say that she just did my arm like this right now, you know. And she really was telling me, basically, she was telling me, let me go. Okay. Let me go. She had made peace. She let me go. Basically, what she was saying. When I, when I, when I talked to her, told her to get up, she did this no more. Mm-hmm. my arm like this right now. She never did it no more. And, you know, in the sad part about it, you know, I miss her. You know, from being able to be there for her. Mm-hmm. You know, because this part of my routine life that, you know what, I'm going to be here for her. You know what, now and now. You know, I had no remorse. 
you know, I had no remorse about her passing because she lived a good life. Okay. She okay. 80, 80, 86 years old, 86 years old, you know, hey, yeah. you know, and that was a blessing. Now, you know, that was a blessing, you know, and yes, I miss her. Some days I go up there, you know, I'm I'm looking for her. She ain't there, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, you know, I did what I supposed to do. Yeah. You know, I, I don't have no regrets about that. You know, I'm not mad regarding nobody. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I you know, she didn't have to lay there and suffer. You know, and and, and I really what I wanted, what I wanted for her is what God wanted for her. You know, I couldn't be selfish just calling him. Yeah. You know, because uh you know, she could have been a nurse home, basically just riding in the way. And we know she didn't want that. And she didn't want that, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, uh, and the good thing about it, you know, we had to make no decisions. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying because um, me and Ellen had had that discussion about making that decision. Yeah. And the thing about it is, you know, in the end of the day, her and God made that decision oh, for all yeah. of us. So, so didn't neither one of us have to deal with that. Um. I'm glad you spoke on not having no remorse or, or no hard feelings. Like a, that was one of my next questions I was bringing to the table. Oh, yeah. And um, my thing, bro, is is that I love you and I understand the role that you played. But right now, and the reason I'm doing this podcast is because truly I want to make sure that you're okay. Oh, I'm fine. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, I, I know me and... and my sense of logic, mm. you know, met me. I don't do the funerals and I, I don't do none of all that, but I have peace with that because me and mom understood oh, that. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, but I wasn't doing the role that you was doing. Mm, you know what I'm saying? So my number one job is to make sure that you okay. It ain't that, for everyone. Everyone can't do <laughs> you that. You know, job. yeah. Yeah. That's a job, you know, like I said, it'll teach you a lot of, what you say? Humility. Humility. Yeah. You know, caring. Yeah. You know, sacrificing. You know, and and it teach you how to be humble. You know, that's that's a blessing. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what I enjoyed out of it, man. You know, and I enjoyed the laughter. Yeah. You know, I I can I talk understand about, that, I can yeah. talk about it with by anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, been there, done that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, yeah. You know, and and, 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 and it was alright. It was alright, man. You know, and and, I, and I'm just grateful that. I had the opportunity to do that. Yes. Her, you know, and uh, man, I, you know, I, and then I couldn't do was too much. Yeah. You know, it was too much. That's, that's just the bottom line. You know, because like I said, you know, out of 12 of us, when I started departing, mama didn't party no more. Yeah. Mama didn't do these things no more. She didn't go to the clubhouse no more. And I respect her for that. I, I remember when she stopped. I remember when she stopped, you know, to stop club, to stop cigarettes, to stop drinking. She was a good mom, too. Yeah, she was a great mom. A good mom, yeah. man. She was yeah. a good mom. You know, I loved her there for that, man. You know, and I'm just so grateful that, you know, I was there for her. You know, I, and it, you know, and like I say, you know, you know, I live in the real world. I know one of these days we all do this. We're all going to face a little death. You know, we all go come through this hurdle in life, you know. But is I'm saying about it? No. Is I'm grieving about it? No. You know, because that, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I I did require me for mama. Yeah. You know, and and that was a blessing for me. You know, that was a blessing for me. Yeah. 
you know, you know, and uh, sure, I miss her. You know, do you know? Do I grieve because she's gone? No, no, no. No, it's not about because she's gone. You know, it's not. I just miss her. You just miss her. You know, I just miss and her. I understand that. You know, from being there for yeah. her. You know, going and saying like, "Mom, you know, it's time to get up and do your meds." You know, it's time to. Yeah. That routine. Yeah. Missing you know, that, that I'm, routine. I'm yeah. that, that part yeah. of it, you know. Yeah. You know, on, on the flip side, man, you know, um, I'm just grateful. Yeah. I understand. You know, um, one of the things I talk about, I talked about in one of my, I think it was my first podcast mm-hmm. episode was like me coming to Chiro. And this is all, Cross the Track is always home to me oh, regardless yeah. of where I live at. This is home. But even to today when I get to that railroad track and I cross that railroad track, I call that the green mile for me. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, okay, I'm going because this is where my family at and I love my family, but at the same time, she ain't there. So it get easier, but it's still hard oh, coming yeah. across that yeah, coming across that railroad track yeah, to, to come down in here. And like I said, people don't understand that because I guess everybody deal with stuff oh, yeah. different in, the, in their own manner. But a lot of times, I mean, I guess me and you are liking somewhat. Mm-hmm. I guess all of us like that and somewhat to, you know, we wear our feelings on our foot sometimes. We don't oh, really yeah. put them on our oh, on yeah. our shirt sleeves. Yeah, but at the same time, um, I know we all love mom and we all dealt oh, with yeah. mom in our well, own manner because we all had different personalities. You know, what prepared me for mom really was, was grandma. Okay. You know, because you know, I love your grandma unconditionally. You know, and, and I want to keep her. I never want her to go. But God spoke to me and said, You are really being selfish. She's not gonna get no better. Your part of your life is is really poorly, poorly, poorly. He said, you guess what? You ain't the one here suffering. Let her go. You know. Saba couldn't y'all. Mm-hmm. I never even looked at that like that. Yeah. Until you just said yeah, that because yeah. I remember one night I came home from the club and you know, me and you know for yourself, mm-hmm. me and grandma was real tight and she basically raised me. Mm-hmm. But she told me, she says, honey, look, um, I'm good. You're gonna have to let me go go live your life. Yeah. And it didn't even dawn on me until just now when you said that, because I think grandma the one is stored in me to where whatever become of this body, it's not me. Yeah. The person that you loved and cared for you and, and you wanted to be around all the time, this is not them. Once I close my eyes, this, this is a transition. It's a transition. Let okay. this go. Let it go. And I never thought about, that's why it's good to talk to people. Okay. Because I never thought about yeah. that until just now when you yeah. said that. Yeah, because that, you know, and, and, and that gave me you know, the strength that, you know, that you know, I could do what I did for mom. You know, okay. I didn't get selfish in that damn time with God. I'm mad at God because, no, I'm mad at God because you just took mom away. No, I'm not mad at God. You know, I'm not selfish. I want to keep mom here, but I'm not the one suffering. Okay. I'm not the one having stroke after stroke. Yeah. You know, I'm not the one, you know, so I wanted for her what God wanted for her. Okay. Not to let her go. Yeah. I know God got a better place for her. You know, that's why I said, I ain't mad at God. No. You know, I give him all the praises. Because she didn't let in suffer, man. She didn't, she didn't, 
You know, she didn't have to cheer it in the bed before my eyes. Okay. She was still walking. She was even still going to sleep right now. And then I'm going to get me a snack. I ain't got no problem. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And that was a blessing. That was a blessing. That was a blessing. That was a blessing. Man. You know, that was a blessing. And she did a full good life until yeah. that Saturday it's morning. A, you know, I, you know? yeah. Because me, myself, it's like me dealing with it, it's more like um, I could come in the house. And if I be in the house four or five minutes, that feed my urge to be to see her. Oh, see, yeah. my urge was to see her, to make sure that not saying that I didn't believe you or mm. I didn't believe Ellen or somebody mm. right how she's yeah. doing. That's not the case. It was just I know the promise that I made to God when I was incarcerated that mm. if you let me walk up out of here and she is still alive and healthy. I would never just be away from her. Oh, yeah. So definitely. it was more like as long as I came across this house and walked in there, crane across that track and walked in the house and, and I just seen her, uh-huh. I was good. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And my role was different. I didn't have to do the, you know, the, the two mm-hmm. hours to sit down. All I needed to do was to see her to make sure she was still here and y'all was doing what y'all was doing. I was good with that. Oh, and yeah. me and I had an understanding with that. Definitely. And, um, you know, I, I guess. I'm gonna say this, bro. Um, I love you for all the things that you've done for our mom. Oh, yeah. Like I, I said, I couldn't have done it. Too, man. Yeah. And I respect you for that. And I'm always be here for you and the rest of my siblings. So all good things must come to an end. I appreciate that you said not giving me some of your time oh, to discuss some of this. Definitely. But um, I love you. I appreciate it. And if anything I can do for you, you got my number, give my holler. Thank you for your time. Oh, yeah. Thank you, too. It love you, bro. I love it you, too. It was a blessing. Yeah, so, you know. You know, hey. Do I miss her? Sure. But I know she's in a better place. Okay. I know she is suffering, man. You know, that's what it's all about, really. You know. You know, and, uh, and you know, I, I was okay. That's a good thing. Okay. okay. Well, this is Stephen Birds for Birds Real Choices. My guest was my brother Sonny. Like I said, this episode was on caretakers. Um, he was a caretaker for my mom for many years before she passed away. I just want my listeners to know that if anyone's out there in a caretaker role, we love y'all. We support y'all. And some of us can't do that. So it takes special people to do this. What De- y'all doing? Definitely. And <laughs> and so, I mean, just stay strong. We're, we may not show it sometime, but deep down inside, like I say, we the one that can't do it and you the one that choose to do it. We love y'all and y'all stay strong. Steve Bird for Bird's Real Choices. Love y'all. Peace out.